hey, you know what I believe? I believe every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible. I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast. And here is where your courageous life starts. Howdy and welcome to another week of the Get Off The Bench podcast. Wow, I tell you, it's so close to Christmas. Like it's only a week away and I don't know about you, but we are definitely not ready. And um, little secret, I'm trying to get a Santa to, um, you know, fly across my desk for next Friday's interview that will be on Christmas Day. So fingers crossed, I'll put a call out there. Let's just see what happens. I don't think he'll be flying across my desk because uh, of that big tummy, I don't think. Well, unless the reindeers bring him, of course. And I suppose I shouldn't talk too much about tummies. I look down at mine and I think, wow, 2020's been good, hasn't it? It's brought a heap of... um, extra surprises and a bit a bit extra on the belly has been one of those happy surprises so anyway now has anybody ever thought about being a fashion designer I remember when I was you know younger and I knew a ton of people who wanted to be a fashion designer and I don't know I don't know whether it was the clothes or whether it was the art or whether it was the whole you know the whole fashion scene that was exciting but boy I knew a lot of people and I still do But being a fashion designer is not out of reach. So is this something that you've got on your radar or something you've thought about, even something you've been thinking about for like 30 years? You know, it's it it can actually happen. My next guest is actually that fashion designer. So I want to tell you about her and then bring her on. You're going to love this. Carolyn Rowland is the founder and head designer of the Kazink label, a Melbourne-born designer label that satisfies the modern woman's needs of having a functional yet stylish wardrobe. Kaz worked as a fashion stylist for more than 15 years and struggled to find women's wear labels that were not only timeless but also affordable. She knew her clients wanted classic, contemporary styles they could mix and match and keep in their wardrobes season after season. They also shared her passion for slow fashion, quality garments made to the highest possible ethical standards. In 2018, Kaz set out to design useful, wearable wardrobes that create planning for easy-to-wear styles a breeze and versatile clothing designed to last. This was the birth of Kaz Inc. the label. Beginning as a curated collection of trans-seasonal, wardrobe staples designed to work for any occasion and celebrate every figure the range has since evolved to include sharp tailored investment pieces and everyday basics kaz is committed to cruelty-free clothing and has remained committed to her original vision of classic cuts beautiful fabrics and high quality sustainable product that is accessible for every woman She is evolving as a designer with today's society and the needs of women, especially as their body shapes change with age and other factors, including pregnancy and menopause. Kazink the label has been featured in multiple fashion magazines, including Onya magazine, Rag Trader, The Trendspotter, Shore Talk, InStyle magazine and Fashion Journal. 
The range also includes charity teas with proceeds going to the Rise Up charity, which supports victims of domestic violence. Welcome, Kaz. Hi, Karen. How are you? I am fantastic. Well, you'd be happy down in Melbourne that um, you, I know you've been allowed out for quite a few weeks now, but gee whiz, it was tough down there for a while, wasn't it? Oh, it sure was. It was really oh, interesting. Interesting is the word. Um, I, I actually had to dig deep and find a lot of gratitude because um, it was a really tough time in Melbourne. And at one stage, I, I just felt like everyone was pointing the finger at everyone else. Mm. But I think everyone, yeah, we, we can take so much out of this year and that's what I'm looking at. Um, and just realise what's so important to us. And for me, it was not being able to see my family. Yeah, yep. But you can now. Are you going to spend Christmas oh, with them? I sure am, um, yeah. And just reaching out to them all the time because... Um, friends and family, it's so important and it's important to um, smell the roses each day. No, oh, I agree. We did, um, some of my family live, you know, like, well, we're all scattered around, uh, mostly around Melbourne, Gippsland, you know, but it, we couldn't see each other. So we were doing the Zooms, you know, and we were seeing each other more on Zoom than we were in normal life, in real life, you know. But, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a testing time, but I love what you're saying about, um, you know, taking the blessings out of it and... You know, it's um, Girls with Hammers, you know, we're doing a, a Christmas Blessings virtual dinner next week just because, uh, it, for exactly that reason, just to look at, well, you know, while it's been a shitty year, you know, what are the good things that have come from it? So I think we've just got to move forward into next year, don't we? Oh, we, we do. And there's so much we can take out of this year. Um, there mm. was, at one stage, I was becoming very angry um, with what was happening and my son actually said to me he's 27 and he said mum you need to read the resilience project and yeah. I read it and I've listened to it twice in the car on audio and I tell you Karen every day I write down the three things that I'm grateful for and do you, it really helped me because my anxiety was through the roof just because I just felt trapped yeah and and so many people felt that way and um, even here at our boutique you know I was I was doing therapy with people every single day because it was it was it was a really tough time um, and the, the the gratitude really helped wow I think um it's when you feel a bit helpless and hopeless and stuck and I, I had the same mm. with the um bushfires at the start of the year you know I, oh, I, I got yeah. up so angry and took took you know Nikki to say to me you need to you need to do something about this you know because mm. I think it's when we feel like we're completely helpless was what was for helpless. me you know yeah. and um yeah really I, I agree what is the resilience project is that a, a podcast or a book or a program or it's a book it's a book started by um a guy who was a teacher Hugh yeah. Hugh Van blah, 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 blah. And an amazing book. Um, I've told so many people about it. It's got real-life stories in it. It's a really good book. Yeah, I've read so many self-help books over the years, but I like the ones that do have real-life stories in them yeah, that yeah. you can follow and 
this was about him going overseas um, to India and meeting a little boy who who was so grateful for everything in his life. And so Hugh um, started this program at schools and it went led out from there and now it's huge. Well, that sounds fantastic. Well, I just said in the intro, as you would have heard, that um, uh, when I was younger, so many people I used to know at school wanted to be fashion designers and... I don't know if it was the because they loved drawing or if it because they, you know, loved the fashion or if it was the sort of the, the hype of, you know, being caught up in the uh, fashion industry and the catwalk and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> I knew I knew stacks of them. So, you know, I want to start with you. Did you were you like that when you were young? And, and how did how did you end up being a fashion designer? Like, I'm really curious because I met you as a blogger. And I yes. didn't know you were a fashion designer. And, you know, the, for me that came out of nowhere. But you know how they say an overnight success is, is never an overnight success. It's been going on for years and years. So tell us about your, your journey there. Well, it's a really interesting question because when I grew up, I was the real tomboy and um, and was never really in into fashion. I always have loved helping people. But it was my mum who was the glamour puss. She was the one with the false eyelashes and the blonde hair and the nails and everything. But um, no, it wasn't me. And for me, it was more, uh, my purpose in life is to help women. And mm. by helping women, it's that domino effect that it, by helping them, then that also helps men. Because the more you help yourself, the more you can help others and if you feel good about yourself then you have a better relationship with your partner mm. so my whole purpose is in life is to help people so it was when I became 40 that I decided to become a stylist wow 40 see guys never too old never never mm. too old um, my children had grown up a little bit more and I just wanted to do something to help women and so I did my styling course and read so many books and I just realised that I was always the one at school styling girls mm. and was always had a stylist in me. And, and from there it led to me doing seven years of study of therapy because to be a stylist you need to be a therapist mm. and, and a life coach and, and just really because it's not just how you style people, it's how you are with them. Mm. And so if someone's very auditory, I couldn't be my loud, crazy self when I was styling them. I had to learn to to be who they are yeah, mm. and be quieter and understand them. And understanding people has just been... When you understand people, you don't judge people, Karen, and yeah. you accept that everyone's got a story. And there was so much sadness that came out of the styling. But what I found was, as the years went on, I really found it difficult to find clothes that were timeless, ethically made, affordable, um, sustainable for my clients. Mm. And unless they wanted to pay big dollars, um, it, I just couldn't find them. And so that led me to start looking into becoming a fashion designer. And through the blog, I did a lot of research 
onto fast fashion and I was mortified at what was happening in our world with fast fashion and how much it was polluting the earth and mm. so I'm I'm really here through Kazink the label to educate women on having a smaller wardrobe full of clothes that you can wear season after season after season there's that trans seasonal word for you Karen I know I stumbled on that Sarah. <laughs> yes so um but you know today I'm wearing our billy top that I wore all winter under blazers and now I'm wearing it for in summer with because it's short sleeves and I I can wear this top next year the year after the year after and that's that's what I you know my clients have gone from having three wardrobes full of full of clothes that they just still had nothing to wear mm. to having items that they can wear they said now their problem is that they haven't got enough days in the week to wear all the clothes <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah. and i'm trying to educate that don't blow your budget just on one dress to go to an event mm. Buy something that you can wear to that event and a beautiful outfit, but then you can mix and match it in with your wardrobe and wear it to other places. Oh, I love that. When you talk about um, fast fashion, what's, what's that mean? So fast fashion is the clothes so where they're churning out outfits that are poorly made. You wear a couple of times. They end up in landfill um, you know, with cheap unethical um, fabrics they're, they're not um, you know they're, the workers are underpaid um, poorly treated um, working horrendous hours um, you know for us we've got all the trade certificates of every every company that we use you know we pay top dollar but nothing goes into the ocean um, nothing is polluting the earth um, our, our, our workers are all educated, which to me is so important. Um, as you and I have discussed before, Karen, education, especially of women, is my number one thing um, and with what you do with your One Planet classrooms. And so I really, um, so that's so important to me. I would rather manufacture smaller amounts which we do because i want my clients to stand out in a crowd and just keep it small and and well made and quality but know that when it's being made that the people are being educated they know the effects of what's happening to the earth mm. and yeah it, that, that's just so important to me it really is and um, all of we're even looking now into fabrics that are made um, from recycled products. Mm, wow! I, I can never say we're a hundred percent sustainable because we're always learning more yeah. around sustainability. Yeah. So, um, and you know, there's so many European labels that are following um, this genre, and and I'm taking their lead. Mm. Oh, I love it. And, I'm, and so I'm assuming slow fashion is the opposite that exactly everything you just described, you know, the being ethical, being sustainable, long-lasting, high-quality, stuff you don't throw out, you know, all of that yeah. sort of stuff, yeah. And that trans-seasonal um, yeah. that you can wear year after year after year. That's fantastic. And yeah, so I don't look, I, I don't bring out items every 
two months in the latest color yeah yeah we we stick to a lot of all, all the colors that i use so i always say build your wardrobe with clothes so most women wear black white the the cor um the the i call it latte um yeah and so build your wardrobe around your classic colors and then add some wows to it but all the wows that we add in our collections all go with black and white because that's that's what women have in their wardrobe anyway. I love that. And I love the mixing and matching. And No, I, I absolutely love it. Well, when I, um, yes, like, well, if we live in Melbourne, we've got a layer, don't we? Oh, you That's... do. You <laughs> do. But I always say everyone has the right to look and feel fabulous every day. Yeah, yeah. And if you look and feel fabulous every day, go for it. That's, I, I love that. Wear the styles that suit you yeah. and look at your style personality. So for me, I'm very elegant classic. So yes, you, you don't see me, I am. So you don't see me wearing a lot of florals because when I wore a floral one day, my husband said, I don't know whether to water you or kiss you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but but that's not not my style. But and yeah. not everything in my collections I will wear um, because it doesn't suit my colouring or whatever. But I always say, have a few items that you feel really good in. Not not what your friend likes, not what yeah. your mum likes, what you love, and wear what you love over and over and over. And if you've got those classic pieces in the neutral colours. Um, I've got a black pair of pants on today that I will wear, for, you know, just so much. And that's that's what I love, Karen. So um, mm. I love you because you're sticking to your style and what suits your lifestyle and what suits you. And, mm. and that's what that's what I love about you. <laughs> oh, thanks, Kaz. But I, I think it's, um, well, I love the elegance of you that I'll never be. So, you know, we're nice little um, yin and yang, aren't we? <laughs> Oh, we, and I love that laugh. <laughs> like I told you yesterday, it's a dirty laugh. I'm not... <laughs> oh, never, never. <laughs> no, I think it was meant to be a compliment. <laughs> That's funny. No, I agree with you. And I think um, when you're talking about, uh, you know, be, being comfortable, like comf comfort is more important to me than appearance. I don't really care what I look like, but I do care how I feel. Do you know? And and if I'm not comfortable, I'm not, I can't be me. Do you know? I really can't be me. And I see so many women and and hear them. Oh, I love that. I love that shirt, but it's not very comfortable. But it looks good. And I think, don't wear the bloody thing. Just don't do that. You know why? Do you, and I see. You know, I see people um, going to places in something they think looks nice. Well, probably does, but they're constantly pulling at it. Do you, you know what I mean? Oh. Pulling it off their stomach and pulling it. And I think, oh, do, you know, how, how, why would you be so uncomfortable? I, I feel bad for them because I can't stand um, feeling uncomfortable. I, I can't stand it in any way, you know. So uh, I always say if, if you've got to tug and pull at it, don't wear it. Yeah. Do not wear it. You know, you've got to wear things that you put them on and don't touch it. Yeah, and, and they should be that you can hardly feel that they're even there. Just hardly mm. feel. And I notice that a lot of your clothes are like that, you know, the like those um, baggy, well, I call them semi-baggy, and, and I'm not good with uh, fashion language, but, you know, the um, the pants, you know, those black pants. That the you, crossover pants. Yeah, they look just yeah. so comfy. We've just done them in a summer version and, oh, they're like wearing jammies. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> And someone wore them to a wedding the other day, Karen, and she looked amazing. Yeah. And 
I love our crossover pants because A, they're slimming, B, they, they make your legs look long, you know, or, you know, for me who's got shorter legs, they make my legs look long because I wear them up at the waist. Yeah. Or someone like Diana who works for me, she's got, she's daddy long legs, so she wears them down a bit lower and oh, makes yeah. her legs look shorter because it's all about illusion dressing. But, um, but for me, I can wear those to work, then I can go and walk the dog in them Mm. come home, put on a pair of heels and I'm out to dinner. That's awesome. Yeah. It's got to be, you know, the 10-minute housewife to horn bag. <laughs> Just quick, simple housewife to horn bag, throw it on because every day before work I go to Pilates, then I come in here and as long as I've got the right shoes, I can throw something on. I keep half of my wardrobe in at the store um, throw on what I need to and it's got to be quick and easy because our lifestyles are becoming busier and who has time to stand in front of the wardrobe trying to work out what they're going to wear so if you've got mix and match items that you can just throw on be comfortable look amazing that's what Kazink the label's all about yeah I love it I love it well um, let's get more into a bit off the fashion and more into the other stuff but before we do I want to talk about your blog is your, is your blog still up and running because that's that's where we met so it's got to hold a special place in my heart you know for our connection oh I know it, it <laughs> is we it's funny um well, it's not funny it's interesting we only stopped the blog this week um mm. because people were getting confused with Kazink and Kazink the label yeah, and yeah. it was too much confusion. I needed to be, I needed to focus on one or the other, mm. and unfortunately, the blog had to go. But I still have on, I still have a blog on my Kazink the Label webpage. Okay, yeah. So that we can do little bits and pieces there. Um, but I'm doing a lot more video. I'm doing a lot of IGTV videos these days. Mm. And yesterday I did one. Not, it's not just about style. Yesterday's was about looking after yourself because to me, style is internal and external. Mm. And we, we need to be kinder to ourselves. So in the videos, it's not just style advice, how to wear this three different ways. To me, Kazink the label is, as I say, you've got to look and feel fabulous every day. And it's how we feel mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, and so it's so much more than the clothes. Yeah, but looking after yourself first. Yeah, yeah. and that's everything you talked about in the blog. You, you know, it, it was um, yeah, how to eat right, how to look right, how to feel right, how to, how to mm. you know, how to exercise. I mean, you had a lot of stuff in there that was really, really valuable, mind, body, soul, you know, information. Oh. And, and it's um, and I love that you, I love that you um, are embedding that in the fashion as well do you know I think that's um oh, it's so important it is it really um and it's important to me because as I said to you my main purpose in life is to help women and mm. you know unless you you know that you feel good and look good it's it's just not going to work and it's it's mentally and as I say and we need to balance our life mentally physically emotionally and spiritually and yeah. I always look at those four things and right, which one am I not doing? And then that's why I'm out of balance. And even for me, just being back at Pilates every morning, it's when I was exercising from home, I still thought about work. Because you know what it's like when you run a business, and I, I'm so blessed that I love what I do, Karen, every day. Yeah. But 
sometimes my mind needs to switch off so now going to a class for 45 minutes before I come into work it is a mental switch off for me yeah that's great I don't do that we keep talking about going to yoga and stuff like that and we just oh. can't find the time to go together you know in the mornings it's just too hard but we dance for three songs every morning oh and and we love it absolutely love it you know and it's um with our little weights, you know. Oh, no, I've seen a video of someone in the bedroom having a bit of a boogie and yeah, throwing that might have weights been around her head. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> might have been. <laughs> uh, but you're right, you know, when you can do something in the morning that completely disengages you from work, it's um, it actually makes your work day so much better. Oh, it makes it you does. more productive and you're switched on, you know, your, your mind actually works and... Yeah, no, oh, dancing, great. dancing like no one's, no, like no one's watching. But we're actually videotaping you and watching you all the time. Um, but yes. it's it's it really it it's those endorphins that just come out. I love to go and dance and just have a night on the dance floor. And yeah, you, you, you I tell you, if you've had a night out of of dancing, you don't come home grumpy. <laughs> depends depends if you're not drunk and everyone else is drunk because i have to say i don't, I don't love that <laughs> <laughs> no i don't like being around drunks when i'm singing when i'm um when we're dancing in the morning i'm thinking um more more than the dancing i'm kind of imagining being on stage you know singing those oh. songs and and you know I, I miss my stage so it's um yeah yeah it's so i get my three three songs on stage every morning so that makes me feel bloody oh, wonderful I and then i put it. my jeans and flanny on yeah and, and then i yeah. Then I see what you're doing on buddy Instagram. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did the blog help um launch launch the label? It would have, wouldn't it? You would have been able to uh, start promoting through the blog. Um, not really, to be honest. Oh. Um, it was it was more um more social media, yeah, than, yeah. than the blog. Um, and yeah, because the blog I wanted to keep as a separate, um identity but I had so many loyal beautiful clients that have been clients of mine for 15 years so when I've stole them I, I've stayed in touch and kept um, kept helping them and it's yeah and that's how I started the label I had a really good following yeah. um, my first collection I think there was only 38 items and I showed how to wear those 38 items for nine months. That's all wow. I had in my wardrobe. And wow. for nine months, and I think that's what kick-started Kazink the label by me just wearing those items different ways, different mm. seasons, and people were like, wow, this mm. this is really good. And yeah, now we're even doing videos on our clients wearing, and we've got to be careful. People want clients to come on the videos, but not everyone wants to come on a video. So mm. we've got to, you know, some people want to re remain anonymous. So we're really, we're really mindful of our clients' identities. But you know, we've got so many clients that come in and they just they're a size 16 to 18 and i call them my maggie t's and they just rock their style <laughs> beauty and i just love them they're the most amazing interesting beautiful women who just know what styles suit them and that they're just loving because we've we've got so many loving kazink the label 
but we've got so many clients coming in here now who have gone to the Chadstons, the High Points, looked around, looked around, and mm. they've actually come in really upset or angry because they couldn't find anything because the cuts weren't right because mm. yeah, and just nothing was right. And they've come in here and you know, an hour later they've left with items that they can wear that they can feed into their own wardrobes and. And if we don't like something on a client, we'll, we'll tell them, no, this doesn't suit you. And because it doesn't suit you because of A, B, C, D and E. Mm. Oh, which that's is good. really important to me. Do you um, custom make clothes for some people that might have, um, you know, well, like me, for example, I've got really big shoulders, do you know, and I can't get into mm. females um shirts at all you know my muscles in yeah. my arm just they won't even go into the arms because <laughs> yeah. the arms are so small but do you yeah. so do you custom make for people or you uh, just I would find love that you've to. got enough yeah. no no I've, there's so many people out there who do custom make um yeah. I did look into it Karen but no unfortunately um I, I do need to have time to go home and have a glass of wine with my husband <laughs> yeah. and catch up with my children um, I'd love to but what we do do is we we do a lot of styles for straight bodies so I, I yep. put as much style advice as I can on the website and 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 we've done a lot of clothes for curvy bodies a, a lot of stretch um, we use a lot of bamboo which is a beautiful fabric mm. so for you I must send you one of our beautiful long sleeve bamboo tees um, that wow. would fit over over your your arms. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> over your dumbbell dancing arms. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, know. I keep getting asked, are you a swimmer? Like, nah, I hate water. No. <laughs> no, I'm no. a dumbbell dancer. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dumbbell dancer. <laughs> so Make me sound like bloody Dumbo the elephant. But no, anyway. No, I do not. <laughs> so you also, um, when you talk about bamboo, because I want to talk about your fabrics uh, soon, but you're cruelty-free um you know, you're very big on making sure that your products are cruelty-free. That's, I have to admit, of everything, I mean, I love love you. I'm not a fashion um, princess. However, what I particularly am drawn to about what you do and really love is the cruelty-free stuff. Really love that. So how, how, oh, does, it, um, how does it work? Like, Well, to me... Um that was that was really high up in my values, and um, there's enough people out there doing cruelty. Yeah, you know, like if cruel I, clothes. when we when we did our faux furs, I went high. You know, I searched high and low for the best quality faux fur that looked real, and um, that was really important to me because Karen, you know what animals go through. Oh yeah, and. Yeah, I, I could not sleep at night. I have to align Kazink the label around my values. And if you've seen my videos and photos with me, with my pussy cats and my mm. grand puppies and my love of animals, um, that was one thing that I decided that if I'm going to do the label, um, no animal is going to suffer. Um, no person, no animal, no planet is going to suffer because of my label. Mm. Yeah, I love that. It's a, I think that, you know, I don't think people realise the what goes into um, the fur in particular, like um, 
you, you know, well, I'm not even going to say it because I don't want to bring that sort of um, horrible energy to my podcast, but I've people should bumps. actually go and look, you know, really look and see uh, how, a, how, you know, where does Horrific. the fur come from and it's not just the the cruelty to the animal to take the fur it's the horrible conditions they're you know living in in the they're first place in, and the yeah. way they're treated but even and the um, way that they're bred mm. i know i said to somebody um well i've said to several people about this too weird um no i don't want to a doona with down in it and they're like why it's just feathers and I'm like do, do you know how they actually get the down and they're mm. like well doesn't it just fall out of ducks and I'm like well mm. you, you need to go and watch some videos and and I think if people you know I think this is the thing though it, it's so it's creating uh, awareness yeah it is creating and it's like it's so well hidden you know that that mm. it's not right there in your face unless somebody like me puts it on Facebook and then people say stop putting that stuff on Facebook but I- unless you actually see it you know you you do have these um false false thoughts yeah they just fall out of ducks they don't just mm. fall out of ducks do you, you know and and the torture is just incredible I'll stop talking about it but I absolutely I'm watching my donkey right now scratch her bum oh. on on the um, <laughs> on the paddock shelter and she's just in heaven and her eyes are half closed and the other one's licking her face and I just think I don't know how people can be so so bloody cruel I just I just don't if they um if we if we connect with animals we'd realize what what the hell we're doing to them but it's not just that it's also when we're cruel to animals that also has um a really bad impact on the planet and I think you know, as you know, you know, we're doing enough harm as humans, you know, what we're doing directly to it. But then we're adding that added layer of cruelty to the planet when we're cruel to animals, you know, the way we treat animals as well. So, you know, I I really wish that um, people could see that. I think that COVID was great like that. It got people off the bloody streets, off the land, you know, and let let, uh, nature flourish again and... um, yeah, it's a very amazingly resilient nature. Anyway, I'm starting to go down another path, so I'm going to. No, but uh, no, but uh, it's it was one that was that was so high up in my values because I don't think animals need to suffer. Um, yeah, for these pleasure. days, we've got the technology, um, we've got we've got all the resources that we need. That you know, I can produce. The, the faux leather, I know exactly where it's produced from, where it's come from. Um, a lot of it is recycled now. Um, mm. And I, I just know it's a better alternative and it's one that I feel comfortable um, selling and yeah. um, and promoting. And, you know, I put it this way, Karen, you know, I've run businesses all my life and always run them you know I still do the books for my husband's business and to me Kazink the label had to be around my values because mm. it's not about the money for me it's about it's it's about yeah yeah in, in changing lives yeah and and changing lives for the better um for everyone and and including animals mm. yeah I love it love it oh thank you Oh, well, it's important. Well, cruelty-free is bloody important. It's bloody important. And it's, uh, I don't think people realise it's not just about someone hurting an animal. It's the, 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 the ripple effect comes right back to us. Do, you know, it does. It, it does a circle and, you know, you, you're harming yourself. You harm an animal. But anyway, now 
clearly we all know that body shapes change when someone's pregnant, you know, because um, it's a beautiful little belly that progresses there. And so you, you know, you've got a lot of clothes and like you talk about bamboo, you know, that, that sits over top and sits nicely and everything else. But the other thing that I'm finding intriguing is menopause and you're saying that um, or indicating that our bodies change shape during menopause or, or they feel different or what happens there because all I've noticed is a big fat guts but are there other changes? <laughs> a big fat Karen you make me laugh. <laughs> so what actually happens with women is our, our bodies work in like it's incredible the way our bodies work and it's it's not the wine it's it's not the food it's our bodies naturally take fat from our extremities and they put it around our internal organs mm. because this to protect them and so yeah. it's our bodies working to protect us because with women you know we we have given birth and i always say you know after giving birth to four children my stomach is my trophy and i'm so proud of it um, really am and it's such a refreshing way to look at your tummy after yeah. after childbirth and it really is it gave me the most beautiful four creatures in the whole universe and yeah. so blessed but with yeah our bodies naturally do so that's why our body shapes change we we naturally do carry a lot more weight around our stomachs because our, our bodies are naturally protecting all of our internal organs which not so much these days we need but we did need that in the past mm. and so that's why we naturally do put on weight so a lot of so it's really important to get the cuts right and to create that illusion dressing so we all of our styles are very slimming because we know how to take the eyes away from the stomach how to make mm. the stomach look smaller with vertical lines our horizontals need to be cut at the right spot we'd use a lot of asymmetrical and it it's really important because i don't want my clients to just have to feel like they have to go out and wear a sack every day and mm. the i had a client on um, igtv the other day and she said kaz you know to bring out my hourglass figure and embrace my curves with mm. your styles um she's filled half her wardrobe or probably 90 percent, but don't tell her husband um <laughs> with, with my clothes because she said i am a real woman and i want to show off my curves and and she said and everything that i've put on with you makes me look good feel good and that that i i don't feel like i need to go on a diet anymore because i just feel amazing in what i'm wearing I agree with you, and Pete. I reckon show off your curves. I reckon oh, that's curves. Yeah, I remember, I, I agree. And yeah, Nikki keeps saying, "Oh, I got to do something about my stomach," and I'm like, "Oh, you're beautiful." Just change it's, your clothes, just girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just I think it's beautiful, you know. And I think, and and like when you talk about um, pregnancy, you know, like the stretch marks oh. and little scars on your tummy. I think that's beautiful because, as mm. you say, it tells a story. It know, does of the journey and, and the trophies. And men, and... well, men or women love curves. And my husband always, if I lose weight, he says, "Kaz, you know, you're losing my two favourite things: your boobs and your bum." 
<laughs> put some weight on, girlfriend, because, you know, I want to have something to grab onto. <laughs> He'll kill me for saying that. But um, <laughs> I'm not editing that. No, I'm don't edit that. that. No. But, but this is, but that's encouraging. And when I walk out and I, I don't say to Simon, oh, do I look good in this? I say, tell me how hot I look, babe. Come on. <laughs> and that's what um, life should be about because we should yep. be embracing life we're here for such a short amount of time not a long time and yeah. we really need to love who we are um and and what we're doing and in a lot of my videos lately i've been saying about don't look at the size of things go up a size um and look at how the clothes look on you and yeah. Yeah. sometimes you can feel better going up a size rather than look I in my clothes I can wear size eight up to a size fourteen, depending mm. on how I want to wear them. And at sometimes you look smaller and feel more comfortable in bigger sizes. I've got one um, some influencers who they're they're tiny and they nothing under a size 12 do not send us anything under a size 12 it's got to be big because that's the way they love their style and they yeah, rock yeah. it Karen absolutely mm. rock it and and it and they wear it you know the big baggy pants wide leg pants with the runners look so much better than trying to squeeze into a pair of skinny jeans at our yeah. age yeah Oh, and they're bloody uncomfortable anyway, skinny oh. jeans. I, I can't wear them. You know, I, I've tried them on a couple of times and, yeah. and I and it was with Nikki both times. She said, no, don't, <laughs> eat, don't you dare. And I'm like, I couldn't anyway. They feel mm. disgusting. You know, they're like. <laughs> We've got one like, pair in our range that is um, in black or white, of course, um, but they are so stretchy. And that's, oh, that's I nice. had to find the stretch, stretch, stretch because we love stretch. Where, what's the um, material? Like you've got three material. Well, uh, on your website there's three materials. You've probably got more. So there's, um, I, I'm probably not saying this, Cupro. Is that right? Or Cupro? Cupro? Cupro. See, I couldn't even get that right. So Cupro is a beautiful fabric. We used a lot of it last year. So Cupro is actually made. This is why if you do your research, um, so we use a Cupro because it's made with cotton. There's a lot of leftover, yeah. um, a lot of waste. So Cupro is made with the waste of leftover cotton. Oh, I'm just reading and here, regenerated cellulose fabric made from cotton waste. Mm. Wow. And is yeah. it really soft and stretchy? And... Oh, beautiful. Yeah. It's it's a great alternative to silk. Um, it's not stretchy, no, but what we made in the Cupro last year were skirts with elastic, bigger tops that you could just feel comfortable and breathe mm. in. And they were great last year for women who wanted to cover their arms. So uh, really great fabric. Um, we we use now we're using recycled cotton in this collection, yeah. which is just so yummy to wear. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. We use a lot of Ponty because Ponty, um, well, like with my crossover pants, I have worn them well over three hundred times and they look like they're brand wow. new. 
That's what we all yeah, need. You can't tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I, I held them up against a new pair the other day and said to the girls, right, which one's which? And they couldn't tell me. So they don't fade? No. Oh, that's brilliant. No. Yeah. This is what I love. Yeah. Um, we're, we're also looking into a recycled nylon at the moment. Um, oh, just so much. But we also use polyester because people don't realise there's the good, bad and the ugly of polyester. Yeah. And there's breathable polyester and, and there's polyester that does break down. And, yeah, I research every fabric and I think that's what we are becoming known for mm. is our fabrics and people are just saying your quality is just so beautiful and you know every day people write to me and say we've just received your your order online and we just cannot we've just blown away by the quality of your fabrics oh, wow. and that that means the world to me and we're just getting better and better and better mm. Karen we're just looking into more and um, our research um at the moment i've got a pair of pants on that uh 80 viscose and 20 percent linen and again they just feel like like pajamas but they're a quality quality capri pants mm. they're our alina pants um and also we've got a linen range that it took me two years to find the linen because i will not put on because part of our sustainability is less laundering yeah. so we want you to be able to wear your clothes a few times before you have to wash them and with linen what i've found with a lot of linen the moment you put it on it creases yeah, yeah. and and it loses its shape so it took me two years to find this beautiful linen it's a little bit thicker but it's still breathable so w women are still wearing the linen that I launched at, in spring on the hot days and they said, Kaz, it's just so yummy to wear. Wow. Isn't that great? And, and oh, Thank no, you. No, I love it because, you know, I'm not into fashion, as, as we know. You know, we've talked about this and well, it's okay, we're all different. But, what, but the fact that there's these, these sustainable options, you know, um, eco-friendly, this is what, and this is what I love about what you're doing, you know, it's just so important to look great, feel great, but also, um, you know, also be ethical, but, but also be comfortable because, and mm. the other one I was going to ask you about yes. is bamboo, because I've, I've had some bamboo products, will still have in my cupboard, bamboo clothes, and they, you would, if you don't know about bamboo, thank, thankfully most people are now talking about it and wearing it, you know, and understanding yeah. it. But at first, when it first came out, it was like, bamboo, wouldn't that scratch? But it's actually such a beautiful, oh. soft, soft material. It, I don't even know how they do that. How do they do that? Like, seriously, it's such oh, a scratchy well, um, plant. It, how do they make it so beautifully it soft? It is. Oh. I don't know, but when you've worn, when you've had bamboo up against your skin, it's very hard to go back to. Mm. It's just the most breathable, beautiful. Um, we did bamboo in our first collection. We did t-shirts, long sleeve tees. We're still selling them, and uh, yeah, I have women who just come back for. They say, "Kaz, we wear one of your bamboo products every single day." Mm. 
and I made them 70 centimeters long so you can tuck them tuck them in and keep your back warm my auntie judy would be very happy with that me too (laughs) (laughs) i'm a tucker (laughs) oh they're just the little things but a great layering piece that you can just but bamboo is such a beautiful fabric it really is and again with the recycled cotton it um i wore our rose dress the other day and oh i didn't want to take it off it and yesterday i had on one of our t-shirts and it's just so beautiful next to your skin. Mm. Um, yeah, every day I, I feel like I'm, uh, as I said, I'm wearing my pyjamas, but I still look fashionable and stylish. Um, even we've got a, a Ponty blazer that we'll always have now um, that we, we did to go with our crossover pants and then we did a straight tracksuit pant, which was a glammed up tracksuit pant. And you throw on a blazer. Blazer's the most versatile piece you can have in your wardrobe. They're slimming and they give an instant lift to any outfit. But no one did a stretch blazer. So we did one and thank goodness we did because after we launched it, we went into COVID. (laughs) And nobody needed them or they did wear them? Well, no, they did. They wore them to all of their Zoom meetings. They were were comfortable. They said it's like wearing a jumper. And they looked amazing. And now we've got the Mary shorts that go with the blazer. So we've introduced that in the images of our um, summer collection because you can wear that going right into winter next year. And then you switch the Mary shorts and you put put on the crossover pants or the Hazley pants and you're still out the door, 10-minute housewife to hornbag and comfortable and look amazing. Oh, I love it. I love the... um. That the blazer, yeah, I can't get blazers to fit, you know, just can't, you know, because they're of that real tight material, to, you know, and you can't, you know, you move your shoulders forward and you feel like you're trapped in there, you know, but a stretchy one sounds... You need to get you into a Megan one, yeah, they're wow, beautiful. Wow, yeah, and I, I love the idea of the um sitting behind the camera in Zoom, you know, with um, a blazer on and actually feeling a little bit smart, but... um. Also feeling comfortable and breathable. Breathable, I think, is a big one for me too. I think that um, so many... Especially when you're hot and cold like me oh, these oh, days. Tell me about that. It's <laughs> I've stopped the whole jumper on, jumper off, jumper on, jumper off. <laughs> I've stopped that. But um, e- evening primrose oil has been working for me, by the way. It's it's oh, stopped yes. a lot of um, problems. But, yeah. No, I love it. I love it. And you um, have also been featured in multiple fashion magazines. And so clearly the, um, the fashion industry thinks you're, you're doing what you're doing is pretty awesome. So how, how's that feel? I'm, I'm actually, Karen, I'm, I'm very humbled by it all. Um, I really am. And the ones that mean the most to me are the ones that just pop up out of the blue and you know we we were nominated i think third in the sustainability um with with Transpotter and wow. that just brought reduced me to tears yeah. because people my values at, at first when when you're doing something like this it's it was really different for australia and a lot of because i always say my clothes are real clothes for real yeah. women and everyone has the right to look and feel fabulous. So when, but it's the values behind it. And when people are noticing that and publish it and you don't even know mm. that they think you exist, that to me, just, I'm really humbled by it. I really am. Um, 
And yeah, I'm just as humbled when the girl next door emails me and just tells me how much she loves my label. You know, so many of them say, I, I feel like I'm a stalker now. I love, <laughs> I love what you're it. doing. Um, yeah, and, and that, that just means just as much to me um, because that's my purpose yeah. is to help the everyday woman. And it's, it's a, just such an amazing feeling. Mm. No, that's that's great. I think um, it's it's hard when you start a business and you, you know you so there's there's two sort of two sort of um, f- frames of thinking, isn't it? Two lines of thinking. You know that I have to fill a gap. You know it'll be successful business if there's a gap there somewhere mm-hmm. and I can fill that gap. But there's also the other line that is no, I need to do what's true to me. Do you, you know? And then I will. Um, you know, people will feel that and people will see that and the, the right energy and I'll attract the right people and I'll attract the right things. So, and I think both have, have got very solid, um, you know, uh, I guess they're equal, but I, I don't like personally the idea of just filling a gap. I like the idea of, as you say, you know, fulfilling your values, um, going to work, doing exactly mm-hmm. what you love. And, and sometimes it's harder. You know, sometimes we do struggle with the, well, this this is a value. To me, it might not be any, to anyone else or to other people, and I might cut cut out my opportunities by doing that. But I think it eventually comes around. You know, I, I'm really big believer in that. You stick with that and, and at event, you attract all the right people and it flourishes with the right people. Oh, thank you, Karen, because that's that's what I am finding. It, it it did take me a long time because people, women didn't realise that they needed less in their wardrobe to buy quality mm. over quantity. Um, there was a huge gap in the market that I saw to be able to buy good quality clothes that didn't look like your daughter's clothes and didn't look like you're wearing your grandmother's clothes. Yeah, and yeah. for women whose body shapes are changing, but I'm actually surprised at how many young girls just love our clothes as well. So you know, my older ladies might wear something as a top, whereas the young girls wear it as dress. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, there's multitudes of ways. So, um, but yeah, um, but for me, it it was going you know just sticking to what we know how to know it but a lot of women at first were they couldn't get their head around they didn't know what fast fashion were doing was doing to mm. the planet and I really hope in the last three years that I've educated um, women and and everyone and even the young girls around you know if I, I styled a, a beautiful young girl who came in with her grandmother the other day it was on a Saturday morning when I was working in the boutique and she was going to a function and she wore pants and a top and then we went right through with her on what else she's got in her wardrobe that she could wear these pants with and what she could wear this top with because I and and already she's come back and said, Kaz, I've worn the pants probably five or six times and I've worn it with my runners and I've worn it with some heels and I'm, I'm educating a 13-year-old already on the importance of wearing your clothes often. That's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, that's why I love working on the floor on a Saturday morning. I'm not behind the scenes doing podcasts and and designing and everything I love being with with my clients 
Yeah, that's that's wonderful. And it's it's um I think that yeah, you're right, it's slower. You know, your business is always slower when you go down a path like that. But it's the it's the whole thing about chipping away and getting one person at a time, isn't it? You know, educating one person at a time and yeah, then you build a much more loyal um following as well, mm-hmm. you know, that'll stick with you for a long time and and at the end of the day you gotta sleep. You know, I, I know what you're saying, you know, you don't need the money, but some people do, but you know, there's always a conflict, you know, I, I can sell this, but I'm selling my soul, do you, you know, and, and I, I don't can't, need that. no, I can't do it either. You know, and I, sometimes, you know, I, I've, it's, it's taken me a long time to get, get off the bench up and running and stuff like that, but it's because I'm just not going to budge on what I believe is, you, you know, uh, personal to my to my values you know and how I believe mm. things should be and yes you know I can go and flog it as something else and I don't I don't feel I don't feel good about that so I think um you got to go to bed at night every night feeling like you've um done the best you know for the planet for people for animals you know well not everyone's got the same values as us but you know and write down the three things that you're grateful for and yes. um and know that you can be grateful what you have achieved and who you have met and what you Mm. what difference you have made throughout that day and that you know I don't care whether you're working with children whether you're working with adults whether you're working you know I don't care how you can educate people but for me I'm doing the therapy and the the styling through my own fashion label Mm. and uh, I just know I just hope that this podcast inspires other people to go all right what can I do Mm. there's because everyone can do something to make a difference whether you you go in now and research a little bit more about the clothes that you are buying yeah um and and for your children and it's not about the the latest latest trends it's about sticking to your values yeah it's a it's a holistic view too isn't it you know it's amazing oh, it is. yeah and and when you're saying you know if like with your values you know you want to help help women there might be you know a million people in the world who say i want to help women and they will not be doing fashion you know you'll be doing your sustainable fashion somebody else will be doing art therapy somebody else will be working on their confidence somebody else will be doing this but the the thing is if all all these people are in a line and they're all going forward in the same direction it's it's got to pay off you know it's all pieces of the jigsaw that that have got to sort of melt together and make a better world you know it, it... Oh, exactly my cousin throughout COVID, she's she's got a lot of animals and she did a course and now she's doing therapy um with with children with the animals and it's it's wonderful what she's doing Mm. um and and at over 40 years of age we can always change and we can always do something Oh, at any age i was reading about um a guy who was 81 and he wrote his first book and I, you know, I just think that we've got such a bad attitude towards age. You know, if, if you're still up and running in any way, shape or form, you can still do something. So, so just do it. Just, and God, there'd be nothing worse than getting to the end of your life saying, why didn't I do that? Exactly. 
exactly and and I always say that we don't age we mature but I'm starting to question that too because I think uh, my maturity is going down (laughs) 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 and and, yeah I think um, yeah I've become a little bit less mature (laughs) the older I get because I don't care I know that's what happens I don't know how old you are but you'd be in your 50s wouldn't you I'm 53 53 You know, I think that when you hit your 50s, you do start to take on, in particularly in your 50s, screw everybody else, I don't care what you think, and you do start to be a little bit more ratty. But it's fantastic. Oh, it's your, your it inner is. child starts to say, hey, I want to play. I want to play. Let me out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and take the blinkers off. We have so many blinkers on. Oh, bloody And yeah. I've removed uh, probably, yeah, I've just removed so many blinkers Mm. And and even even in here every day we have so much fun the girls and I yeah um, we really do and and you know if ever we have a day that we're really busy or whatnot I say right stop we've got to do something fun for yeah. a minute let's do something fun tell a joke do something we need to have some fun and then we're back into it yeah uh, that's just that's the way life should be we forget mm. to have fun so you've got the retail shop. And yes. whereabouts is that? That's in Rose Street in Essendon. Um, it's right across the road from the train station. It's a beautiful strip of shops. It's really old. It's got a lovely community. And I found this shop that was all Mission Brown and just terrible. And um, my friend Nadia walked in one day and she said, oh, that's it, Kaz, I'm putting you on the, the block because I had seven tradies here. And within two months, it now looks like a New York-style oh, warehouse. Wow. Yeah. And it's a great, great warehouse for, um, for my wholesalers to come and have a look at our clothing. We've got all the offices out the back here. So that's why you could hear the door sometimes opening and closing because um, this is where we store all the clothes. We have the shop. It's just beautiful. Diana runs that. And it's just a really great place. But women come here, like we have so many women coming down from the country. They know that, you know, they'll come in here, they'll have a glass of bubbles with us, they'll go (laughs) up the road, have lunch, have coffee. Um, And it's just a really great shopping experience, which is what we want for our clients. Mm. And even our change rooms are really big because for me, you, I, I want privacy for the clients who need it. Yeah. And I want women to be able to bring a pram into the change rooms. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love it. Well, the one last thing before I ask you about the, um, you know, other people getting off the bench is uh, the charity tees. So you, you've got these T-shirts that raise money for Rise Up which is supports domestic violence. So what are they? What are the T's? How do we get them? All that stuff. Oh, thank you. Well, when we were in COVID, um, I read an article about the increase of mm. domestic violence. And to me, it was something that I've, not me personally, but my family I've had issues with. So I had a T-shirt that... I had a design. I engaged in a local um, designer artist, Sarah Saradin, and I said to her probably 12 months ago, I'd like a design. And the one that I picked out from her, I had sitting there. And when I read this article about domestic violence, I thought, right, this design is perfect for it. So 
I sat with my team and said, right, I want six T-shirts. We're going to put this design on some of them, casing the label on others. And we've got T-shirts and tanks and $10 from every single T-shirt. I want to donate to a charity that helps with domestic women with domestic mm. violence. Um, and so we got in touch with Rise Up. They were absolutely thrilled. Um, we've just gifted them $1,000 before Christmas, and which is more than what we sold because to me, I wanted to mm. give more. And I'm not saying that, but, but just because they're doing such great work. When you read up about Rise Up, you know, what I'm doing is just a, a drop in the water compared to what they're doing mm. for so many women. And we also grabbed a whole heap of our clothes and we donated it to another charity um, for women. They do work. They actually dress women for success. So they dress women so they've got something to wear to an interview oh. to help them to get a job. Um, so this was really important to me, Karen. Um, we gave a lot of clothes to a client who works with Aboriginal women who needed clothes and... I just feel so grateful that I had the opportunity that I could do yeah. something more to to make a difference. And you know, we've had we've even had men come in and buy tops and Christmas presents and things with the t-shirt. So you can buy them in store and yeah. online. Um, but just and and there's so many other charities that we work with, but we. That's, I don't want to promote that. I don't want to be seen. That's not what I want to be known for. I'm very humbled about having the opportunity that I can help with many yeah. charities. Um, but I don't want to be that martyr. I, I just, I'm really promoting the Rise Up because I want to create awareness yeah. for them. And I'm also the Dress for Success because if you've got clothes in your wardrobe that are sitting there doing nothing, that you haven't worn, please, they they could make a difference. So there you go. There's something you can do today. You can go into your wardrobe, package up all the clothes that you don't need that are sitting there just and go and donate them to mm. the charity. Yeah, that's really, yeah, I love it. And um, domestic violence has really, yeah, gone gone through the bloody roof and it's... um. It's, it's, and I know you're saying you don't want to be a martyr, but it's just, uh, you know, they're in desperate need of, um, of support. So it's probably the worst that it's been in a long, long time, Karen, and this year. And I just could not imagine. I'm in such a beautiful, loving relationship with a man who just melts my heart every time he walks through the door. I want to kill him every other time. No, no, no. But um, I feel so blessed every day that I'm with a man who absolutely idolizes me and loves me, and I love him equally, just as much back. And to be in that kind of relationship, but to be in a relationship with a domineering—it's not even the physical abuse; it's the mental abuse. Um, but I'm just grateful that I'm in a position that with Kazink the label that we can, you know, we, we've got the opportunity to, to help and we're always trying to think of new ways, different things. And my team are amazing. I stand on the shoulders of giants, Karen, every single day, um, whether it's my design team, PR team, marketing team, 
in-store team, um, my daughter works for me, um, just everyone. And we all, like there's no I in team, we all are just a huge part of Kazink, the label, everyone is equal. And I'm just so grateful that we did get through COVID, that we've come out the other end, we're getting the support, people are shopping local, supporting us and I'm really grateful that we can because A, I get to keep my staff employed and and B, we get to help others. So I'm very, very grateful that we've come out the other end and there's been some awareness about where you shop and how you shop now. Mm, yeah, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. So... Um so uh, now I wanted to get you on here for a lot of reasons, but but particularly you backed yourself, got off the bench. You know, you you backed yourself for your blog, you backed yourself for you know your fashion design and all that kind of stuff, and coaching and everything else. Um, there are going to be people out there who oh, I've always wanted to be a fashion designer, or I've always wanted to write a blog, I've always wanted to do this or that. What advice would you give them to um, stop saying I've always wanted to, and actually do it? It's a really good question. Or oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Don't be a gunner. Look into it. Start small. That's just start small, but make a start. You know, look at Nikki, who's with you. She's just started. Even just start writing. I wasn't a writer. Um, I, I I wasn't a fashion designer. Um, just just start. I had I had the, and build the base. I always say the bigger the base, the higher the pyramid. Um, I was very lucky that I did have the financial backing um, from years and years and years. So um, that's why I can do this now. I was very lucky to have the financial backing um, because, you know, if you want to do fashion, you've got to pay for your collections. And um, But always just start small and research because you never know. Look, I started a blog and it led me into this and this and this and education is key on everything so do your research do your homework keep speaking to people um, but follow you follow your heart not your head I always say get rid of the mini me in your head oh, um, yep. what's your heart telling you yep not your head what's your mm. heart telling you and follow your heart Yep, good advice. I always say uh, make decisions with your heart and plan with your head. Love it's, that. You know, it's... Make decisions with your heart. I'm going to write that down and plan with your head. Yeah, use your head for the planning and all the logistical crap, but not for the decision. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say that stands in every single situation, but so often our heart knows, doesn't it? You know, our heart is already telling us what we should be doing, but our head starts saying, you can't do that. You're not good enough for that. Someone else is already doing that. No one's going to pay attention to you. It's just all rubbish. It's all, yeah, you, the mini me talk, talk, talk. And, and when I say that, don't worry, I still suffer from that. And I think it's not about the fact that whether you, whether you have that little voice in your head, it's about how you manage that little voice you know, and how you put it back in its box. And I always say too, Karen, listen to champions. Hang around with champions. Yeah. You know, I had so yeah. many people say, why would you want to start fashion? It's such a fickle industry. Da, 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 the mini me. Me, 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 you can't yeah. do that. Yeah. What would you want to do that for? You're finan you know, financially viable. Your kids are grown up. Why would you want to do that? Yeah. Um, you know, my husband says to me that 
this is a prodigy of a bored housewife. I said, bored housewife who's raised four kids and run a comp- your company, who's still running your company. It's, it's not. It's me following my heart and doing what yeah. I knew I would love. And, um, and that mini me is just soul destroying. It really, really is. Yeah, and, I agree. And, you know, there's, tell me what industry isn't flooded these days but there's always room for you isn't there there's always room yeah and follow your values and for me I knew that I had created a product that was going to be different and it was going to make a change and that's what I'm sticking to with Kazink the label and we we are niching ourselves more and more and more and yeah, I have so many women. Oh, that's sold out. When will you be getting more in? Unless it's part of my my core range. No, I won't be getting any more in. I do fifty items. Once they're sold out, that's it. Done, dusted. You cannot have it anymore. Wow. Because I want my clients to be individuals. Mm. You don't want to walk out in a item of clothing that you've paid good money for that there's twenty thousand others made. I want to stick to keeping mine small and once those items are sold out that's it so it's first in best dressed <laughs> that's the best way to say it and yeah so you know if you brought our beautiful Sophia sparkly blazer and went out and five other people are wearing it you wouldn't be happy so that you know items like that I only make 50 of and once the 50 are gone that's it mm. because I want you to feel unique to, and yeah yes yeah, yeah. no yeah. Oh, I love it special and knowing you no one else is going to wear this <laughs> love it I've got some gold um gym boots they're pretty oh yeah so you are into fashion yeah well I no, somebody bought them for me once years and years ago and I, I just haven't got it in me to throw them out because I think one day one <laughs> you need to put them front and center girlfriend and Get them on. Yeah, I don't know where they and, are. And <laughs> especially when you're doing your, your weights in the bedroom in the morning. And, <laughs> and I want a video of that. Come on. Yeah, all right, a video of you and your them. gold boots. <laughs> and and you, you are into fashion, Karen, because you, you're following your own style. And that's what I love. Yeah. And, you're, you, and it, to me, style. And you have a beautiful style and it suits you, it suits your personality. And, you know, don't put Karen in a corner. I always say that. And oh, you, no. <laughs> as much as you say I'm not into fashion, you actually are. You've got your own style and I love that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm bringing, you. bringing flannies back in. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. my son, my son, James. Oh, God, he would just love you. His mission in life is to go to the Denny Ute Muster. <laughs> I'm not sure about that for me, but uh, my mission is to wear a flanny every day to work. <laughs> yeah, that's James. That's James. And he buys them all from the op shop. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> Yep, love it. Oh, that's funny. Love it. Oh, yep. That's funny. Uh, so where can people find you? Yeah, mainly we do a lot on Facebook and um, Instagram. And so just Kazink the label. Um, on Instagram, I also have kaz.roland where I show a, because people want to see what I wear every day. So um, you'll see me on there or my private page, Kaz Roland on Facebook. Um, but Kazink the label, yeah, they've, They've put me in front of the camera again, so you might even see me on there again. 
um, but that's where we have all our IGTV videos. But our, our website, kazinkthelabel.com.au. Yep. Or um, we're in numerous stores, so all our stockists are all written up on our website um, because we want you to be able to walk in. And if you go into your local boutique and we're not stocked there and you want to stock there... Tell them. Tell them about yeah, us. Yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, good. So people can get you in other stores, not just come to Essendon. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. We've, we've got a, we've, we ship out to so many wholesalers. Um, we really do. So we've got online, wholesale, and we've got our boutique. Wow. Oh, I love it. Well. And if you're living in the country, grab the minibus. <laughs> bring fill it. Fill it up with, with <laughs> champagne. Come on down with your girlfriends. We can even book you in for your own private styling session on a Saturday afternoon. And, you know, come down here. There's there's wine bars. There's um, There's cafes. Come and have a day out and a really fun day. That does sound like a good girls' day out, doesn't it? Mm. It's just it, we've had a lot of schools and things organise a day where they awesome. they come down and we donate part of the profit of the sales to the school. Um, yeah, we're open to anything and we want to help out. And it's the small small businesses that we want to help out. So yeah. if we can help out a PFA, a kindergarten anything um let us know we're open to it oh love it well i have loved chatting with you and it's been too long um, i think last time we were chatting in person was in melbourne at a japanese restaurant but um you know that was at federation square (laughs) that seems way too long ago so it was your birthday it was yeah it was it was my birthday yeah (laughs) and i got to spend it with you it was lovely it's absolutely lovely but we shouldn't leave it too long again but it's been lovely chatting with you again and um Uh, same with you yeah i missed that laugh god it's fabulous fabulous and remember from this karen that you have style girlfriend and i will and you just keep to that style because we wouldn't have you any other way no i know well going forward that's going to be part of my content look at me look at me in my style yeah look how hot i look (laughs) (laughs) tell me how hot i look babe (laughs) tell me how hot i look i'm going to try that one i love it you're the best you're the absolute best karen Ah, uh, well, thank you, and I reckon you're pretty, pretty bloody awesome, and I'm just so, so um, thrilled with what I'm you're doing. I'm just me, just yeah. Kaz, just Kaz, and I don't change, and I'm just, yeah, I'm making decisions with my heart, and I'm planning with my head. That's exactly <laughs> it, and you're putting one foot in front of the other to make the world a better place, and yeah. that's what I love in people. That I don't care what oh, you're doing you. and how you how you're doing it. The fact that people are doing that and trying to make the world a better place is what makes my heart sing and make what's make what makes me connect so much better to people. So, well, I must admit, I read your um, "Get Off the Bench" from front to back, back to front, and it, it you know it really helped me, Karen. So thank you. Oh, that's my pleasure. I love hearing things like that. Sometimes you don't know who the hell's got your book and who's who's reading it and who's doing what, but I've heard so many people have come back to me saying that it's made a massive difference to them. So Huge, huge. And I've actually yeah. passed it on to a few people but make them give it back to me. Oh, yeah, because don't we hate people who don't give books back? 
Mm. Yes. I keep a list. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. I used to and I was told I was anal, so I stopped doing it. Nope. Now I don't nope. know where half my books are. <laughs> keep the list. Keep the list. Oh, and then brilliant. when I'm finished with all the books, I donate them to um, a semi-retirement village. I donate it to all to their libraries when I'm finished. But yours is oh, one that fantastic. I need to keep. Yeah, you better keep that one. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm very special. You sent it to me, and that that is always going to be pride. Take pride and place in my my library. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> You're awesome. No, you are. Uh, Thank you so much, Karen. My absolute pleasure. I'll let you get back to uh, work and in that beautiful boutique, and we'll we'll chat again soon. I look forward to it. <laughs> Thanks, heaps, Kaz. See ya. Thank you. Bye, Karen. <laughs> bye, bye. Tell us. Bye. Oh, guys, how was that? I loved it. The best thing I got out of that was um, that yours truly has style, so you better watch out when I start strutting the catwalk. But anyway, honestly, like, isn't that stuff great? And, you know, I didn't understand the difference between slow fashion and fast fashion, and now that I do, it actually makes me quite aware um, about the the things that go into fast fashion and how we're damaging people and the earth and the planet and everything else and I, and I love the fact that slow fashion which I didn't know what it was um, really does make a difference and and I love all the what you call it trans seasonal which I always get tongue-tied trying to say that you know um, mix and match your wardrobes you know that, that you can have fewer clothes they last longer and I love the fact that she said they didn't fade but whether you're into fashion or not, I mean, I, I, I'm probably not, but I just love what Kaz is doing because, you know, I, I do get upset with how much waste goes into the earth. And I do get upset with animals being um, hurt and harmed for our pleasure and entertainment and for our needs or wants, I should say. And I do get upset that there are people in, um, you know, poorer countries that are slaving away uh, you know, making clothes for us that, uh, as Kaz says, we buy once, you know, wear it a couple of times and it loses shape and, it, it, you know, we throw it out. But um, anyway, so I hope that was kind of, I hope that was educational for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you know, I hope that you were inspired by the fact that Kaz decided to just be a fashion designer and just did it. It took, you know, seven years of study and sometimes things don't happen quickly. Also that she started up the blog, you know, just took a chance on these things and you don't know if they're going to work or not. But, you know, I tell you what's worse is getting to the end of your life and it doesn't work. So... I'm going to leave it there because I've got a hundred more things to say, but uh, it has been a long podcast. Uh, we're nearly at Christmas and I'm really hoping I can get Santa for next week, but let's see how we go. And in the meantime, think about how you're going to start the new year. And maybe it's by buying some of Kaz's clothes and starting up a whole new wardrobe for next year. But maybe it's getting something else off the bench and what better time to start the start of the year and anyway, that's it. I'm going to see you next week. See ya. Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at getoffthebench.com.au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.